So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I'm quite pumped to be here again. And as you might or might not see in the background, as always, um, we are today going to talk about a book. And this book is called What Everybody is Saying. What, er <laughs> what Everybody is Saying. Um, this seems to be written by a former uh, FBI agent or something. And um, I really thought it is interesting and I have to say that this is only a summary and um, if you really like this book you should read it um, or listen to it if there is an audiobook version of it. Um, but anyways, I'm your host Chris and I'm a 17 year old graphic design student from Austria and I always uh, forget this part of the self-development with tactics podcast and um by yesterday i've seen that um i am actually in for a month now so today is the 31th episode of this podcast and um i hope over this time you got some value out of it and today i know there will be a lot of value and this um might be split in several parts or um you know maybe i'll you know you uh I'll do something else the next episode and after the next episode, so the, the next episode after the next episode, um, I'll do this again. I don't know. But let's see what he's writing. So I'm actually on a very, very good uh, good platform here. It's, it's the called deconstructionexcellence.com and it is um, run by one person, as I know. And there are several good summaries of very... Um, also important books like um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, a book at, that I really loved, and, um, and or uh, How to, uh, how to uh, Grow Rich, no, uh, Things to Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill or something like this, so you know what book I mean. But let's see what he is writing in the first paragraph, which I this time we'll read because it seems to be important. Um, written by a former FBI counterintelligence officer who first became an expert in nonverbal communication as a non-English speaking child, immigrant from Cuba to the US, before using it to catch countless criminals. What everybody is saying is one of the books you'll hear most often recommended for learning how to decode body language. Um, expanding your ability to, to decode body language is an incredible important factor in your capacity to deduce motivations in others or establish trust with them. And perhaps more importantly, it is an invaluable skill uh, to use certain body language yourself to do things such as communicate authority or feel more confident. As you read through the summary, it's, it is often helpful to act out the body language yourself both to understand exactly what it is and recognize it in others and to give yourself a mental note so that uh, you can identify uh, when you unconsciously exhibit it yourself. I think that's a good point of him um, just pointing out this because I think you really get a connection through um, you know, trying it yourself and experimenting with it um, with what there is uh, in the text. And I think we'll go straight. So there's a little bit um, of foretext uh, for this for the actual um, tips 
I think, but I'll go through everything because it's important. Uh, so point one and two, mastering the secrets of nonverbal communication and living your own Libic legacy. The author repeats the often quoted statistic that nonverbal behavior is 60 to 65 of all communication, percent of all communication. He explains why this is through a concept known as triune brain theory, which classifies our mind into the three areas of the reptilian brain, uh, which is the stem, uh, mammalian brain, limbic, and human brain neocortex or neocortex. Uh, while the classification is not uh, technically accurate, it is useful in conceptualizing how your mind control our actions. This book is primarily concerned with the mammalian, mammalian brain, uh, which controls most expression of our nonverbal behavior. The key here is to understand that everything we do, uh, even the most seemingly insignificant scr scratch or lean, is directed by some portion of the brain. By observing these behaviors, uh, we can learn to, inter to interpret, interpret uh, what the mammalian brain is communicating. The communication of the limbic system are extremely, extremely, extremely reliable because they operate outside of our conscious thought, um, showing our true response to our environment. In fact, there are only three, three responses to distress or threats that humans have. Uh, the first one is freeze, the second one is flight, and the third one is fight. Um, I already knew about the flight and fight system, which um, I always just imagine like, you know, um, the really first people um, go through, uh, I don't know, a forest or just some kind of landscape and a tiger appears. And there are two options they can um, take. The first one is run away, uh, which seems to be a good one. And the second one is fight. And this would be a good one if you just are multiple people. And um, so it's logical. And freeze, I think it's not something that's um, permanent, but temporary. It's a temporarily, temporary, temporary. So it's, it's the opposite of of permanent <laughs> um, because I think you even though animals have these um, abilities uh, uh, used with quotation marks for the audio listeners um, for us I guess it's just not temporal uh, it's just not permanent um, we express these responses differently than our hunter-gatherer ancestors ancestors um, but the way our brain reacts has no has not changed. Uh, examples of the freeze response: um, someone being chattist while become very silent. Uh, sorry, um, someone being chattist while will become very still. Someone someone being interviewed will often exhibit shallow breathing. Uh, shoplifters will subconsciously try to hide their physical presence by keeping their arms closed by their side and hatching slightly. Um, examples of the flight response, distancing nonverbal behaviors, leaning away from the table, um, placing an object on your lap, turning your feet toward the nearest exit, closing or rubbing, closing or rubbing your eyes, putting your hand on your face um, for flight, which is, you know, go away. And I think 
Um, it's just a little bit logical that you point your feet towards the next, the nearest exit. But it's all the time. Um, also in terms of marketing, I see that um, these are just very common things, but you just do not think about as this. And so it's uh, very interesting. And the third one, the fight response, um, puffing out your chest, uh, violating personal space and aggressive posture. These three types of limbic responses are often followed by pa pacifying behaviors, which are res representative of the brain directing the body to provide comforting actions in order to calm down and restore normal conditions. By observing these pacifying behaviors, you can detect when someone has reacted negatively to some situation, perhaps something you have said or done. Uh, examples of pacifying behaviors, covering the neck shut covering the neck such as playing with a necklace or adjusting a tie um, so the, these limbic responses so fight flight and or freeze are um, you know the, the first step and then the pacifying behaviors appear uh, which is the first one co covering the neck such as playing with a necklace or adjusting a tie um, the third one rubbing your forehead um, touching your rubbing touching or rubbing your neck touching or rubbing your cheek, exhaling with your cheeks puffed out, the leg cleanser when sitting, pushing your hands from the top of your legs toward your knees. So like, you know, I think, yes, just rubbing your, um, your uh, legs from your tummy up to, to the knees, I guess. Um, the ventilator, pulling on your shirt collar for men or tossing the back of your hair up for women. I think it, this is the color, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think, I think yes. Um, there are many more examples often involving touching your face, neck or hair, and sometimes things like uh, whistling or excessive yawning. These behaviors indicate that someone is un uneasy or stressed about something. And while the cause is not always straightforward, um, e.g. these aren't guaranteed indicators of lying, uh, they are helpful because people generally think nothing of them and make no conscious effort to hide uh, hide them. And uh, the third point, getting a leg getting a leg up on body language, nonverbals of the feet and legs. And I uh, have already talking about this in another episode, and I was talking about um, when you're just pointing you your uh, feet towards a person, it means that you enjoy talking to them and you're interested in them and when you see or when you 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 yourself um, do not point with your feet to the person you're maybe talking with um, it indicates that you're you aren't really interested in the other person and i will see and um, you know it is interesting if this thought of mine is right or not and i hope that i will see this in this article um, but let's begin reading with the um, introduction text again for this uh, point, the third point. The author then begins to go into detail about various non-verbal non communication, starting with the feet because they are actually the most honest part of the body and the easiest to read. He attributes this to the fact that the feet are usually the first body part to, to be engaged with the freeze, flight or fight limbic response. This is in direct contrast to how we are used to reading people, which is from the face down. By learning to reverse the process, you will find it to be much 
easier to read people. Another reason that the feet are the most honest part of the body is that since childhood, most people's effort to discuss their emotions or intentions have always focused on the face. And I think that's true. Um, think about some common parental repri reprimands. Fix your face or at least look happy when your cousins stop by. Um, most people have given com comparatively little attention from their neocortex to their feet. Um, I think that's actually true. Most of the time you're just um, thinking about your face, um, just being like, if you do not really want to smile, you're like, yeah, smile a little bit, only a little bit. And um, But the thing is, because most of the people just are uh, used to focusing on faces, I think there is, um, you know, nothing bad about it because nobody will care if your feet are maybe pointing to them or not because they don't know. Um, but let's see uh, what the first point is, and that's the happy feet. Bouncing or wiggling your feet often indicates excitement or satisfaction. Be careful though, this behavior can also communicate impatience like most nonverbal signs. You must understand the behavior in its context. While you can't always see someone's feet, this movement will show in their torso or shoulders even when they are sitting. So bouncing or wiggling your feet, your feet. So bouncing, I think like this. I don't know if it's in terms of sitting, but you know, if you just, um, you know, contract your calves um, by pushing up your leg, I think this is meant by it. Uh, actually, and I think, and I was just thinking about it, um, hopefully there are actual pictures in the book to, to show the right, you know, the right movement. Uh, which would be very interesting. And But let's see what the second point is. Feet shifting direction. You will often find yourself turning your feet away from things you don't want or like. <laughs> uh, it's really nice to see that um, some informations you get from TV are actually true. And I assume that they are true because, you know, I don't know this author. But um, he seems to be an FBI agent and so he must know something even though even though it's quite um you know interesting that he's writing a book um because i think a uh, you know good fbi agent has a pretty good wage so you know but let's see people will generally control the direction of their head and torso but their feet will point away from you if they don't want to be talking to you this is useful when you approach someone and aren't sure if they really want to be speaking to you. If you are already taking, taking to someone and their foot turns away, it might indicate that they dislike something you said or that they simply need to leave in order to make the next appointment. Again, calibrate based on the context. And it's nice that he um, also points out that the context is very, very important because I think always the context is important, um, but in terms of this, it can decide where your um, feelings are negatively or uh, or negatively taken or positively. Um, but anyways, let's see what the third point is. And, um, you know, if there's any questions, so I'm starting, stopping a little bit. If there are any questions or if there is anything you have to say or want to say, all the social media links are down in the description. And you can always just, you know, write down in the comments if you are on YouTube. Um, 
And it would be really nice for me if you just subscribe subscribe to my YouTube channel and or to the podcast if you're listening to the podcast. And but let's see what the knee the knee sorry the knee claps are. Uh, when a person who is sitting places both hands on his knees, often also shifting his weight forward, he's ready to leap. I think like you just yes. The thing is you can't really do it. You know, with a bad posture here, you just have to be like this. Some kind. I feel, I feel like it. Very interesting. Um, the fourth one. Let's see how long we're in. 16 minutes and everything is fine. And I hope, and if you think the new camera setup is better than the, the old one, uh, write it down in the comments or DM me on the social media platform you prefer. Um gravity defying behaviors these behaviors indicate happiness or excitement and include pointing one feet up when standing or simply sitting or standing a little taller the starter's position where someone lifts his heel may indicate interest increased engagement or a readiness to go so these behavior indicate happiness excitement and include pointing one foot up when standing So like, you know, with your heel, I guess, with your heel on the ground and you're just pointing up with your, um, uh, your, the rest of your foot, <laughs> uh, some kind of, um, the fifth one, the leg splay. This is a territorial display in which you spread your feet in an effort to establish control over a situation. If you want to diffuse a situation and notice you're standing in this manner, bring your feet a little closer together. With, uh, with your feet spread widely, you know, you just take up a little bit more room. And I think this is just a little bit of indicator of, of the fight because you just um, seem to be a little bit bigger and or broader, whatever you are. <laughs> and uh, yes, the sixth one, standing leg cross. The direct contrast to the leg splay is crossing your ankles when standing. This indicates that you are very comfortable, anticipating no need to freeze or run, which would require the balance of two feet on the ground. Crossing your legs when standing is a great way to put someone else at ease. Interestingly, people will usually cross the legs so they tilt in the direction of the person who they like the most or who makes them the most comfortable. And I think that's a really, um, really nice one because often in school, uh, if you're just having a presentation, all your teacher is telling you that you should really be, be standing with both of the feet um, on the ground and with, you know, a little bit of wider or spread your feet uh, a little bit more apart. And as you can see, not all the things you get teaching in school are right. Because, you know, I, I just have to say that Yes, it seems to be a little bit unstable, and that's right, and it might not be um, that, you know, that uh, we aren't all used to, to standing like this while making a presentation or giving a presentation, and so I think that's the only reason why it would be, uh, would be a problem for you, because nobody is really used to it. If we all were like doing this, you know, nobody would care. But it isn't like this, and so we're heading to the seventh point before, you know, 
I lose a lot more time. And the seated food movement, this is the position of the flight response and basically communicates notice me. The example the author uses is of a woman dangly, dangling or otherwise playing with her shoe. Oh, okay. The eighth one, seated leg cross. The direction of the leg cross often indicates if a person likes you or what you are saying. Um, if the inside of the knee is facing you, it's probably uh, it's prob probable they like you or what you are saying. If the inside of the knee is facing away, they might not. So I have to just check it out. And if you have the time and the possibility, you should also check it out. The inside of the knee. Uh, crossed legs. If the inside of the knee is facing you. Oh, I see. So, you know, like the inside of your body. I get it. So I'll just explain it if there's some, you know, I can read it and you may not be reading it. Um, you know, it, if you use your right leg, then the inside uh, of your leg shows to the left. And if you use your left leg, the inside of your leg shows to the right. Or, or the inside of your knee. Um, sorry. Um, whatever you take. And let's see what the ninth one is saying. Proximity. Also falling under the ca category of non-verbal food and lack communication is the distance that people keep between each other. Everyone has his or her own comfortable level of personal space, but when someone steps closer or further away, it gives you a clue about their feelings. Um, I think it's always in terms of fight and flight, you know, if you're near to someone, the chance that you, you know, that, that they attack you um, is much higher or it's more dangerous. And I think it's also in terms of um, I need a word. <laughs> I may know it. I'm 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 quite sure that I know it. <laughs> that you trust somebody. Oh my god. Just you know. I know such complicated words, but. Trust? Yeah, shame of me. <laughs> um, let's see. The personal space thing we have done it already. And we are here at the 10th point. Talking style. Uh, walking style, sorry. According to the author, there are about 40 different styles of walking. Again, it's a change in this behavior that gives you a clue as to what someone is feeling. And I think you can think about, um, you know, certain certain uh, situations. You know, like you know, like this this hopping kind of kind of walk, which for me would indicate that someone is happy, or like really, you know, crank down and you know bad posture thing, which uh, I think indicate that someone is a little bit, uh, you know, he isn't very confident. Um, but see, let's see what the length is, the foot freeze. Uh, if a person has been constantly wiggling or moving their feet or leg and then stops or vice versa, they may be experiencing stress or another emotional change. Oh, okay. And the 12th and the last one for today, the foot lock. 
when a person suddenly interlocks his feet uh, when sitting, interlocks his feet when sitting, it is an indicator of discomfort. The extreme case of this behavior is when someone interlocks both feet with the legs of the chair. So like, oh, I think I get it. You know, if you use your, your feet and put them behind and just, you know, grab the legs of the, the chair, um, it's indicator of discomfort. But you know, in terms of fight and flight, um, I would say that discomfort is something you have to to, to flight maybe and in such a posture you might not be the fastest one to get up um, you know but I hope I was able to give you some uh, insights into this world and some great value to you know help you make your life a little bit you know not interesting this seems to be a little bit dark minded um, but you can you know you can look at it and um, see what people are feeling and maybe you can use it for your next um, you know next job interview or uh, your next presentation or your next um, business meeting or something that you um, you know you use it for yourself to be more confident or seem more confident and um, seem more interesting in the other person as well and uh, with this being said I uh, you know hope that you get some value out of this episode and if there's anything just um, use the social media links in the description and subscribe to the podcast and subscribe subscribe to the youtube channel if you want to and for this i'll say goodbye and i wish you a great day thank you stop recording